Praise the Lord. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. This message is from the Glory Life City Church, where a man of God, the Apostle Francis, reveals the deep heart of God for the new creation in Christ. Glory Life City Church is a mandate from God to dispense the glory of heaven in the new creation in Christ, cultivating the apostolic heart of God in the intimate bond of fellowship, love, and power. Join in as the Apostle Francis takes us into the word of God. God bless you. Before I start the word, I want to let me just pass this on. I think I will have to do a teaching on response, you know. Read through all of scriptures, you will realize that anytime man is silence, nothing works. Are you here with me? Look at me. Anytime man is silent, nothing works. Hallelujah. If there is anything that is not working in any area of your life, most of the time it is the things you hardly talk about. Are you with me? Most of the time, take a closer, honest look at your own life. Anything that is not working, look at yourself. Is the least thing you talk about, is the least thing you think about. Silence is indicative of death. Heavens never respond to silence. It is the earth that only responds to the silence of God. And most of the time, when God is silent, the earth, Bible says, goes into disarray. It goes into confusion. It goes into complete automatic distraction. Hallelujah. So when you come to church, the last thing you want to do is to be silent. Even if you don't know how to sing, hum the song. Do you get me? Even if you don't know how to sing, hum it. Aye. Flow with the instruments. Do something. Don't be silent. Silence means nothing should work. It is a cooperation with the devil that nothing should work for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Whether you are you are you, you know how to speak the language or not, say something. Praise God. If you can't think, smile. <laughs> Tell somebody smile. Amen. Look at your life. Maybe when you today when you close church, do that whilst you are eating your afternoon food. Look at your life. Anything that's not working is the thing that mostly, that's most of the time, we get surprised when we realize that some things are happening in people's life. Because most of the time, the things we see happening are the things we never heard them talk about. I, I get me. Your silence is a cooperation with the devil to have or to prevail in your life. Is somebody here with me? Say, I will respond. Say it again, I will respond. Hallelujah. Slap your hands together to the Lord. Slap your hands. Praise the Lord. How many of us are ready for today? Let me see my hand. Amen. So, harnessing the glory life, we are still in season two. Today is part five. And uh, I'm beginning a new one. Uh, my notes showed a different topic, but it's, I made a mistake. I'm beginning a new one, producing the glory. Producing the glory. Producing the glory. So, for the next few Sundays, I will be talking about how to produce. Say produce. How to produce the glory when we talk about producing the glory we we start with the premise that the glory is already residing in you hallelujah we start with the premise that the glory of God already resides in you and because it resides in you you have to be able to understand what it takes and what is required to be able to produce the 
glory. I remember in the season one, I talked about reproducing the glory. How many of us remember that? How many of us remember? Powerful. So today I'm going to talk about reproducing the glory of God. You know, we talked about, from last week, we talked about levels and dimensions. Amen. We talked about levels and what? And dimensions. That in the glory, there are levels in the glory of God and there are dimensions. I said that levels are the horizontal progression of the glory. We talked about the primal, Shekinah, and then the ever-increasing or the greater glory. Amen. But today I'm starting a new series on the dimensions of glory. Praise the Lord. There are divergent dimensions of glory in God. That in these last days, we should be able to tap into. Not just tap into them, but we should be able to uh, uh, manifest in those dimensions. You know, when we talk about dimensions, we are talking about a vertical expression. So that in one particular level, there are various dimensions underlined in that particular level. You understand it? Hallelujah. When we talk about dimensions, we are talking about spread. We are talking about the ability to cover as much area as possible. We are talking about depths. We are talking about intimacy. Praise the Lord. We are talking about relationship. See, relationship. There are dimensions in the glory of God. The Bible says in Ephesians 3, verse 18 and the verse 19 the bible says that may be able that we may be able to comprehend understand with all the saints what is the breadth say the breadth and length say the length and depth say the depth and height say the height and to know the love of christ that passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. So in, in, in talking about dimensions, we are talking about the fullness of God. Hallelujah. When we talk about dimensions, we talk about everything that exists in God. We are talking about the breadth, the width, the length, the depth, of the fullness of God. Hallelujah. We are talking about increasing measure. Praise the Lord. We are talking about the ability to exhaust the various measures in God that are made available to you and I. Amen. So there are people who you know, by reason of capacity are not able to exhaust all the dimensions there are in God. Because when we talk about dimensions, we are talking about measures. In the book of Ezekiel, in one of his visions, he saw what looked like a river flowing from under the threshold of the throne of God. And the river kept increasing from his feet rose to his ankle and then to his knee until it got to his waist and the Bible says that it became like a river an overflowing river that he could not pass through it hallelujah we are talking about increasing measures and that is an issue of capacity are you hearing me it's an issue of what 
capacity. So at a point, your capacity determines what measure, what dimension you are able to operate in when we come to the glory of God. Are you getting me? So when we talk about, you see, when we talk about levels, we are talking about timelines, God's own operation. But when we talk about dimensions, we are talking about man's cooperation and capacity to engage God in the level that he has placed him. Are you hear me? So in a particular time frame like we are in, in these last days, God, by the revelation of his word, has shown us the level in which he is operating. He is operating in an ever-increasing level of his glory. He is operating in a level of glory where both the former and then the latter reign are being given to us in the same time. But in that level, what is your capacity allowing you to express? Because in that same level, somebody is raising the dead. In that same level, nature is responding to somebody. In that same level, another person is not seeing top at all. Hallelujah. So it's an issue of what dimension? It's an issue of capacity. So when we enter dimensions, we are talking about your own ability to press your own ability to dig down your own ability to to you know, hold on to God until you see all that there is in God being manifested in your life I pray for everybody that may the Lord release you into that dimension where all that exists inside of him is made especially in your life in the name of Jesus where the fullness of Christ is made available for your expression in the name of Jesus Christ say I carry the glory oh say it like you mean it say I carry the glory hallelujah there are dimensions of glory say there are dimensions Amen. There are dimensions of glory. And today I want to start by talking about the first dimension. I told you there are seven dimensions of glory that I want to talk about. We are going to explore them. You see, why are we doing all of these things? We are trying to recreate a new paradigm. We are trying to establish a new way of life for you and I. Amen. You know, there is a way of life some of us have become used to and it has become our biggest limitation. As a matter of fact, if you want to break limits, if you want to break something that you are used to, if you want to establish a new order of results, the first thing you must deal with is paradigm. Because anything above the paradigm you are used to or the paradigm you are exposed to, it will always go into waste until it reaches the dimension or the paradigm that you are set in. For example, if you build your mind you know, with a paradigm that things only work with certain kinds of amounts, no matter what we give you, it will run down into waste until you get to the amount you are used to and then quickly everything about you will kick into operation it's like money if you have not built a kind of paradigm that allows you to handle thousands when we give you a thousand you will waste everything until you reach your own level when the money reaches 500 dollars then that is the time you are now planning how many of us have experienced that day before that is the time you now remember all the things you are supposed to have done 
Hey. So you realize that you have been living a life where every day there is not enough for you. So though we gave you a thousand, you waste it until you get to 500. And all of a sudden now you have gotten to the level you are used to. And then you kick into your usual way of life where the 500 is never enough. So every day is nothing is enough. Every day you are complaining. Every day you don't have something. Hallelujah. That is a paradigm. Hallelujah. So if you want to experience change, the first thing you, you, you break is the paradigm. I get the point here. There is a way that we have lived our lives. There is a kind of paradigm we have been exposed to which has, you know, imposed on us a kind of life. Is somebody listening to me? And if you want true transformation, we must first of all break that paradigm. We must first of all increase that bar. Amen. So the reason we are teaching all of these things is not just to bore you with many words. You know, the glory of God is one of the words that are on the lips of everybody. It is the very thing that everybody wants to express. Yet the very least we do. The least we express. Praise God. But we are teaching you. We are establishing a paradigm. A, you know, we are establishing a model of life that you can grow into. Are you here with me? A model of life that you must intentionally subject your life to. It may be difficult at, at, at the start, but as you keep pressing, you get to a point. By the time you are ready to give birth to many children, you have a different way of life. Your children will not be able to see your former life. Some of you, you are, you are transferring evil on unknowingly through the ways of your life hallelujah you are transferring limitations unknowingly through the ways of your life young people living with you and observing you are already inheriting things that will put them in bondage without your knowledge just by watching you praise the lord just by doing what by watching you but this is a new way of life say a new way of life and as a matter of fact it is a higher way of life because the bible said that the ways of man are not like the ways of god for his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts higher than our thoughts i pray that may the lord elevate your ways that you will become a full representation of his glory on the earth hallelujah so we are talking about seven dimensions of the glory and the first one i want to mention today is the glory as of christ say the glory as of christ say the glory as of christ i don't want to say the glory of christ that will sound a bit more possessive i want to say the glory as of christ that stands for representation hallelujah the glory as of christ come with me to the book of hebrews chapter 2 verse 9 let's read some few scriptures and i will zoom in what i want to say hebrews chapter 2 verse 9 the bible said but we see jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory say crowned with glory but we see jesus made a little lower than the angels he is crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of god he should taste death for every man and when he did the bible said he was crowned with glory 
In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 14, it says, Whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining. Obtaining. Say obtaining. So there is something we must obtain. When you are called, there is an obtaining that you must have. There is something. Tell someone there is something you must obtain if you are called of God. And what is it? To the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So there is a glory in Christ that we must obtain. When we talk about the glory of God, the first dimension we must establish is the glory as of Christ because that is for our obtaining. It is a possession. It is a prize. It is something that we must possess. Hallelujah. It is not something we feel in church. It is not an atmosphere. It is an obtaining. It is a possession. It is a handleable element that we must obtain. Remember one of the prayers that Jesus prayed in John chapter 17. Bible said, the glory you gave me, I have given to them. It is obtainable. Say it is obtainable. We are talking about something tangible. Something that can be imparted. Something that can be passed on from generation to generation. Something. Remember when we were talking about the last P possession. In the, in the season one of the harnessing of glory life. How many of us remember that? I told you, go back to your notes. Hallelujah. Until glory becomes a possession, it cannot become an impartation. What you don't possess, you cannot pass on as an inheritance. Hallelujah. Nobody passes on inheritance from things they have borrowed. How many of us have seen somebody, you know, they die and they are reading their will. And a house they rented, they have passed it on to their children. So, my son, the house I rented, there is still three months left. So I pass it on to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. You cannot impart what you have not possessed. Praise the Lord. You cannot impart what you have not possessed. So if you want to live a life of impact, you must focus on possessing something. Because what you possess is what you can pass on. Jesus said, the glory you gave me. Hallelujah. The glory I had with you from the beginning. The glory I had, I have given to them. Praise God. The glory I had, I have given to them. Anything Jesus passed on were things that he possessed, including his own sufferings. When he possessed his sufferings, he said, you have become a partaker with me in this suffering so that you will not suffer again. When he possessed poverty, he said that you have become a partaker in this poverty so that you will not become poor again. The glory as of Christ. It is the glory that can be obtained. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 27, the Bible said, To whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So there is a dimension of glory that is only resident in Christ. Hallelujah. There is a dimension of glory. The first dimension, the glory as of Christ. Christ dwelling in us is a dimension of God's glory where truth prevails. 
in this dimension of glory we are dealing with judgment and truth praise god in this dimension of glory we are dealing with what judgments and truth in the book of john chapter 1 verse 14 listen to something here john 1 14 and the word was made flesh and the word was made what hallelujah and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory <laughs> we beheld it it was made flesh look i want you to understand something we are living a kind of life you know everybody you know is the people are looking forward to dying and going to heaven to leave what god said we should leave on the earth praise god you must understand something that the scriptures we read they do not show us the life lived in heaven they show us the life lived on the earth the testimony of jesus is not the testimony of the son who sat at the right hand of the father it is the testimony of the son of god who walked on the earth are you getting what i'm talking about hallelujah the testimony of the fathers it is a testimony of a people who walked the earth hebrews 11 he talks about people those who broke the the the, the, the what do you call it? the jaw of animals you no know, barren women who believed god and they gave birth people who subdued kingdoms and all these things are activities that prevailed on the earth hallelujah when we talk about glory we're not talking about a life we will live in heaven we are talking about a life that we must live on the earth it is a heavenly life but lived on the earth it is a life that is lived under the influence of heaven it is the kingdom of god on the face of the earth is somebody listening hallelujah it is a kind of life that we must subscribe to we must not inherit our way of life just from the culture of our tribe amen some of us we have inherited our way of life from the culture of our environment from the culture of our tribe but the bible says that we are redeemed from our tribe so that we will not live under the limitations of our tribe praise the lord we are redeemed unto god so that we will live as children of god submitted under the dictates and the culture of heaven hallelujah are you listening to me tell somebody the glory as of christ hallelujah christ in you the hope of glory when we received christ it brought us into this dimension the word was made flesh and it dwelt among us the word was made flesh it was revealed to us that was that we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father and what is in this glory it is a glory that is full of grace and truth the glory that is full of grace and truth and you must understand what this means when we talk about the glory as of christ we are talking about the glory that contains the grace and truth when grace and truth work together it is not the kind of grace that saves it is the grace that judges 
Hallelujah. It is the grace that judges a matter. Praise God. Grace and truth working together in the glory as of the Son. The glory as of Christ. It is not the grace that saves. It is the grace that judges. And we are talking about truth. The truth that always reforms, that reconnects. There is a truth in God of how things are supposed to be. So when you, when a person walks in this dimension of glory, what is happening is that there is a kind of truth that is judging every matter in your environment. There is a kind of grace that is judging every matter, every situation. There is a kind of grace that is judging there is a kind of truth working together with this grace to ensure that there is a reformation there is a reconnection to the ideal in God are you getting what I'm talking about are you here with me this is how it works grace and truth work together grace is judging so any situation must be judged in grace and when that situation after judgment is found to be misaligned, the working of truth is that the truth will now be imposed on that situation and restore it to the original that is in God. So whatever is in God, grace is searching out the matter and judging the matter. Are you getting the point here? So when we assess that dimension of the glory, what happens is that God judges everything about you and his truth will always submit everything to the ideal situation in God. So God judges your financial situation and he restores it to that which is written concerning you. He judges your health and then he restores it to that, it, that which is written concerning you he judges your marriage and then he restores it so every time the glory as of christ shows up there is a judgment and there is a restoration hallelujah, hallelujah. there is a what there is a judgment and there is a restoration without judgment there cannot be a restoration praise the lord without judgment there cannot be a what a restoration so in response to this glory jesus talked about merging the believer to the other and merging the believer to his environment in john 7 when he was praying he said that the glory that i had with you the glory that was given to me i have given to them so they will be one hallelujah so they will be one there cannot be oneness until there is judgment there cannot be oneness until there is restoration hallelujah so what happens is that this glory it establishes some kind of equilibrium some kind of equality so every now and then in this dimension of glory everything in your life is under constant judgment and constant restoration constant judgment you know, so uh, uh, nurses, doctors will say, um, the, the body has to come into balance. Hallelujah. So you have, you have what we call, uh, 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 what is it? Um, this thing. What system in your body fights against disease? Immune system. So you have immune system that is always working, always working to put your body in proper balance. Hallelujah. Your immune system is programmed in such a way that it has a record of all the correct readings in your body. 
your immune system knows the the best and the acceptable uh what do you call it hemoglobin level isn't it it has that record god has put it in that it's like a hard disk irremovable it cannot be you know how many of us have seen that kind of hard disk you can't rub you cannot erase anything it's right protected how many of us have seen that sometimes i remember those days when there were some viruses when it enters your pen drive right protected you cannot get anything on it it can frustrate you i tell you hallelujah your immune system is like that kind of pen drive right protected god has programmed the 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 the, the level at which everything should work god has programmed in that immune system the level of hemoglobin that is acceptable for your body the level of salt that is acceptable for your body the level of fat that is acceptable for your body the level of what water that is acceptable praise god so your your immune system has a record encoded in it so what it does is that every now and then around the clock it is always working to balance so when the hemoglobin level goes above the acceptable level it has to cause certain reactions so that the thing will come down. Praise the Lord. In the same way, there is a glory as of the Christ. That dimension of glory, it works as a balance uh, 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 system. At one side, it is judging. At another side, it is reforming. Hallelujah. It judges the situation finds it unfitting and then it will send the signal to another side and begin to supply that which is lacking so that there will be a balance in the book of hebrews he calls the same word which became flesh dwelt amongst men and is full of grace and truth he calls it the two-edged sword grace and truth hallelujah so that at one point there is judgment and at another point there is restoration at one point before you even have knowledge that you are sick that glory has judged your body and found it wanting before you think of paracetamol there is already a supply of heaven hallelujah i pray that this dimension of glory will open to you paul said he calls it the supply of the spirit at a point he says the dispensation of the spirit has been committed to me praise god it is a handleable glory jesus said the glory gives me i've given to them it is a handleable glory it is a glory that we can partake in it's a dimension that god has set in that dimension that is how we operate we live in the consciousness of the supply of the spirit because every now and then there is grace that is judging everything and there is truth that is supplying for the balance to be reached there is truth that is supplying supplying every area of need even without your permission praise the lord supplying every area of need without your permission when that glory opens up to you every area of your life even in your physical environment begins to align because in that glory there is no imbalance praise the lord 
a lot of us are under pressure because of imbalance. A lot of us are under pressure because you have needs that your resources cannot meet. Imbalance, say imbalance. That is imbalance. Maybe you are thinking too far. Come close. That is right where you are. Amen. A lot of us are living with imbalance because. Here you stand with an offer, an opportunity for a new job, yet you don't have the qualifications to match it. Imbalance. Hallelujah. Don't think about too many things. Just let me bring it down to where your life is. Praise God. A lot of us, we have skill. We have technical skill. But we don't have opportunities to apply them for money. Imbalance. Hallelujah. We have desires, but we don't have resources. Imbalance, but I pray for somebody. In this glory as of Christ, grace and truth. There is a truth in God that conforms to that which is written concerning us in the booth. I pray for you. Let every aspect of your life be guarded, be corrected, be acted upon by these truths bringing everything into perfect balance whatever there is a lack let the truth of god bring the balance necessary where there are overflowing solutions may the lord connect you to places where there are needs so that there will be balance where there are needs and yet no solution may the lord bring you to a place of solution so there will be a balance in the name of jesus say grace and truth hallelujah Praise the Lord. In this dimension of glory, everything that the Father is, which was manifested in the Son, has been made available to you and I because of Christ who is in you. Hallelujah. It is very basic. The most basic dimension of the glory is when we begin to respond to Christ who is inside of you imagine 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 Christ having become the full representation of the Godhead the Bible says that the Godhead dwells in him bodily praise the Lord the Godhead dwells in him bodily that is the greatest mystery the earth is yet to recover from it is the most contended mystery. You can call it philosophy. You can call it imagination. Whatever you want to call it. You are free to call it because in the first place you don't even understand it. How that a whole God out of him came the entire universe which is being searched out can be represented fully in one organic body. Hallelujah. Christ Jesus. The mystery of the incarnation. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see, the world is not bothered about the Holy Spirit. Because somewhere, somehow, everybody believes that there is a kind of force that makes things happen, isn't it? But to wrap your mind around the fact that a God, vast, great, 
powerful out of whom came the entire creation is represented in a bodily form in Christ not ending there now that Christ is inside of you hallelujah the world cannot fathom but God says if you can understand if you can embrace it it is a place of faith that's why it says that Christ in you is a hope of glory that it is a progressive reality the more you work your mind to containing this mystery the more the glory begins to come forth the only proof of God in a man is the glory that he is able to produce there is no other proof that God is in a man except that that man can produce things that everybody can agree this one could not have been done by man hallelujah there's no other proof you can raise your hand and say okay look look at my hand my fingers are 12 that means that god is inside of me hallelujah you, you cannot say look at my face my eyes are six that means that god is inside of me no the amount of glory you can express is the proof of the unseen hallelujah i pray may you come to that place of outworking christ in you christ in this body christ in this body look at me they give you injection chloroquine injection you don't see the chemical running through your bloodstream but you wake up from the bed you know that something is running through your body so because of that because of that hallelujah can you with that same consciousness walk around knowing that christ is inside of me hallelujah praise the lord you drink paracetamol and then you even force yourself to feel better because you have drunk paracetamol you don't see the power where it even goes to hallelujah you have no idea how long the thing stays in your body but as long as you know it is there there is an expectation in your body but i carry christ amen i don't know what kind of a chemical we can call that one maybe ch yeah ch uh what's the name ch5 hallelujah ch i carry ch5 inside of me a universal element that can overcome any kind of thing my body will be subjected to universal element it is bigger than adrenaline it is bigger than any kind of hormone i can induce into my body it is bigger than any kind of supplements anybody will take christ in me you know chloroquine may produce something in your body paracetamol may produce something in your body but ch5 christ in me produces strength produces wisdom produces glory produces all manner of things that makes my life proof of the unseen hallelujah say ch5 yeah, we have discovered a new china has discovered a new virus we also we have also discovered a new vaccine ch5 you carry ch5 hallelujah say i carry christ amen the glory as of Christ. Never forget that. They put uh, what do you call it? Uh, they say 
they will inject all manner of ammonia or something. Uh, ammonia is what? NH. NH3. NH3. I've not forgotten these things. Hallelujah. NH3. And then ammonium is what? NH4. Aha. Ammonia and ammonia. Those of you who don't know. What? Don't forget. Ammonia and ammonia. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just as these things are injected in the body, you have no proof. Nobody walks around with any kind of x-ray in his hand connected to his throat or anywhere. And then you see ammonia moving. It's moving. So, wow, that thing has reached my legs. Nobody was around with that kind of imagery. But you know that it is inside of you. Hallelujah. There is a glory that we carry inside of us. Amen. It works in us moves in us from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet it flows through us colossians said christ god in all through all above all we are talking about the kind of flow that we can never escape from praise the lord and this flow brings us to a kind of expression the glory so we express things that become proof. I was say the testimony of the law is the spirit of prophecy. Whatever has been seen, recorded ever in human history, and there is this statement: it was God. He says it is the spirit of prophecy. That means it can be done again. It can be done again. If it was God, it can be done again. If it was God, it can be done again. If God did it, he did it through Adam. He did it through Abraham. He did it through Elijah. He did it through Ezekiel. He did it through anybody. The spirit of the testimony of the Lord Jesus, it is the spirit of prophecy. Hallelujah. It is the spirit of prophecy. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There is a kind of nutrient element in my body it produces all manner of supply to my body praise the lord inexhaustible supply the glory as of christ internally generated it is not externally consumed it is internally generated so because of that it never finishes what comes to us externally is based on a particular source we probably may not control but when it is internal hallelujah when it is internal it becomes inexhaustible when it is internal it cannot be stopped when it is internal nothing can catch that supply that's what paul said unto god who is able to do exceeding abundantly and then above that means that that which is internal carries the potential to Go beyond the limit established by everybody. May the Lord stir up the seed of Christ inside of you. Let this glory be stirred up. We are talking about producing the glory. I command every organ in your body. Let the temple that you are be engaged. Let the fire, let the smoke, every article of this temple, may they begin to produce the matrix of God's presence in your body and let the glory of God begin to come
come out. Let the glory of God begin to show forth in your body as on the mountain of transfiguration. The Bible says, and the glory of the Lord soon, and then his body became, became light. It is in that dimension when the glory as of Christ begins to show forth, it turns your body into an illuminated matter. We are talking about grace and truth. We are talking about a place where matter can be controlled. We are talking about a dimension where form can be affected. We are talking about a dimension where there is no limit to what we can create. If it can be conceived, it can be created. If it can be imagined, it can be better for us. The glory as of Christ. I pray for everybody here. Let the glory as of Christ be stirred up inside of you. In your spirit, let this glory be stirred up. In the name of Jesus, like Christ in your body, may you begin to produce the eternal fruits of wisdom. May you begin to produce the eternal fruits of creativity. May you begin to produce the eternal fruits of inexhaustible prosperity. May you begin to produce the eternal fruits of divine insights. May you begin to produce the eternal fruits of life. Life that is not susceptible to any disease, to any weakness. In the name of Jesus, he says that your youth shall be renewed like that of the eagle. Hey, I pray for you. The glory as of Christ. In the name of Jesus, let everything in your life be judged by the grace. And wherever you find yourself wanting, any place of weakness, any place of insufficiency, I command the supply of heaven in your favor. I command the supply of heaven in your favor. In the name of Jesus, I command the supply of heaven in your favor. In the name of Jesus, I command the supply of heaven in your favor. Shout yes! Apostle Francis will be right back. We hope you enjoyed this message. We would love to have you fellowship with us. You can locate us at the Shalom Motors Junction, Lashibi, of the Ashaiman Nungwa Highway for a Sunday Glory Celebration Service at 8 a.m. Welcome back to the message. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. How do we assess this dimension? The Bible talks about a place. And he uses the phrase in Christ. You see, Christ is not just a person. Christ is also a place. Hallelujah. We come to Christ. We come in Christ. Are you hear with me? When you enter salvation, you come to a person. Beyond salvation, you are in a person. Hallelujah. Come unto me. All ye that were that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come unto me. It says, He that cometh to Christ, he shall in no wise cast away. So we come to a person. When we come to a person, we receive 
of the hand of God. But then, beyond it, we come into a person, not to receive, but to become. Hallelujah. We come into, so Christ is a person. He is also a place. He is a realm in which we dwell. Say Christ is a realm. Hallelujah. Christ is a realm in which we dwell. When we come into Christ, we have entered into the glory as of Christ. Because it is in that realm that glory operates. It is in that realm that that glory resides. Hallelujah. Let us read some scriptures. In Christ. In Christ. In Christ, sin is broken. I told you. The greatest threat to glory is sin. Hallelujah. It's not the devil. No, it's not the devil. It's not the devil. The devil beholds the glory of the Lord. It's not the devil. The greatest threat to glory is sin. And it is in Christ. The sin. The power of sin. The performance of sin. And the product of sin broken. Hallelujah. The power of sin. The performance of sin. You know, people say, ah, uh, uh, it's a weakness of my body. No. You have not taken strong positioning in Christ. There is a place you get to in Christ. You do not even have the luxury of performing sin. Let alone trying to find an excuse for yourself. Hallelujah. You know, how many of us have got into a place, let's say you are fasting. I remember those days, we used to fast. I remember on campus, we used to fast. And then we go and pray. We are very strict on our timing. If it goes beyond 12, you are not eating again. The fasting is not 6 to 12. The fasting is 12 midnight to the following day. Praise God. Hallelujah. But most of that, a lot of us, because we sleep out in the morning, it is just convenient to start our fasting from 6. Amen. So we go and pray till midnight. And as soon as midnight comes, the new day has started. No eating. And I remember those days, I am the last person you want to provoke or try to intim- intimidate and have me quiet. Ah, I will respond. I will come back stronger. You do what I will do too. But sometimes you can, you can get to that point in your fasting. Not only are you weak, but certain desires have been so crushed that people are doing this in your mind. Ah, I will do this. But you, get, you don't even find the energy to want to do. You don't even find the motivation to want to say anything. Hallelujah. There is a place, a lot of us, we, we find the luxury of performing sins. And then we excuse ourselves. Now, I mean, Christ has broken the power of sin. This is just an act. A fruit of my weakness. The weakness of the flesh. Hallelujah. But there is a place in Christ. If you could press harder, you will get to a point. You will not even have the energy to perform the act. Hallelujah. You won't even have the urge. Are you getting the point here? Look. In the Old Testament, where there was no grace, God still found one man. His name is Lot. In the most sin-infested location. One. In the most, you, you know, uh, 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 what's the name of that place? Sodom and Gomorrah. You know that place? You, you are staying in this Lugon. Nice place like that. And you, you, you can't be the only one we find. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are staying in Accra. You can't be the only one. 
They say they want to do gay conference. Everybody is fighting against it. Over there, even angels, they were inviting them for gay conference. Come, come. But yet, God found one, one man. In the dispensation of grace, you have no excuse. You see, don't rob yourself of the glory. Are you getting me? Don't rob yourself of the glory. See, if you cannot express glory on this earth, you will not know even when you are in heaven. It will be too strange a place for you to appear. Hallelujah. You will not even know you are there. Because you will be too, you, it, it will be a strange environment. Strange environment. Hallelujah. You see, you should understand holiness is not just an act, holiness is a feeling. How many of us have gotten close to somebody and we feel like, ah, Charlie, this is there. You know, sometimes you become so judgmental, you know, they are too holy. I don't like, I don't like to be around these people. They impose so much on you. They, they, how many of us have felt that? You know the Bible, anytime people came in the presence of the Lord, they saw angels, they saw, you know, they were caught in visions. The first thing they normally exclaim is their own unholiness. Holiness is a feeling. You must come to that point. Go beyond acts. Build a place around you. That suggests how holy you are. Don't convince anybody you are holy. Let them feel it. Hallelujah. God in all of history has never convinced anybody of his holiness. When anybody encounters God, it becomes that person's own testimony. What is the testimony of people around you? Amen. Hallelujah. Why? Do you know why? Because holiness produces glory. Glory can be felt. When you feel glory, you can prove holiness is there. I can't know what I'm talking about. When glory becomes evident, holiness can be proven. And you realize at that level that it has nothing to do with actions. Amen. Hallelujah. May your garments of holiness never be soiled. Hallelujah. Let me, let me just end. I think our time. Let me quickly talk about how to assess this glory as of Christ. The key into assessing the dimension of glory is our participation in the new creation and our progressive growth in the knowledge of Christ. Hallelujah. Your participation in the new creation. You cannot assess the glory as of Christ when you are not in the new creation. The new creation is not just an experience. Hallelujah. Oh, are you here with me? Listen, the new creation is not just an experience. The new creation is a membership. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. The new creation is a membership. It is a system you become a member of. In Colossians, sorry, 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18. Bible said, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Grow in grace. Your growth in grace and in the knowledge is what guarantees you access into this dimension of glory. 
Hallelujah. Say my growth. In the knowledge of Christ. My growth. In the knowledge of Christ. Is what guarantees me. Say it again. It's what guarantees me. Access. Into the glory. Of Christ. Hallelujah. How do we grow in this knowledge? You must understand. Look, you must understand something. If you will seek God, let me say this to you. If you will seek God, we don't seek God in empty space. Amen. Amen. Nobody seeks God in an empty space. There are two key things in seeking the Lord. There are two key things in encountering the Lord. Seeking the Lord, first of all, you must find a place. Seeking the Lord, second of all, you must find a person. Hallelujah. <laughs> Seeking the Lord, you must find a place. We don't seek God everywhere. God is everywhere, but he cannot be found everywhere. That's why he said in Acts 17, in him, you live, move, and have your being. And because of, he says, he, he has made it so, so that you will seek after him. If happily we may find him, Acts 17. So God wants to be sought after. And we don't seek God in an empty space. To seek God, you must find a place. To seek God, you must find a person. Hallelujah. God is represented in a place. He's administered by a person. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's represented in a place. He's administered by a person. People say, ah, me, I will pray, I will pray in my room. Hallelujah. I will pray in my room. I will seek God by myself. I don't need anybody to pray for me. We need to, when I pray, God hears. You see, when you hear people say those things, after one year, go back to them and refer them. How far? Hallelujah. Don't allow people to say anything they feel like and then they go scot-free. And when the repercussions come, they are quiet. Nobody even investigates. Ask them. Since you started praying by yourself, everything by yourself, you have turned your room into the sanctuary of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are your own high priest. How far? Praise God. God is sought in a place. He is administered by a person. You cannot grow in the knowledge of Christ until you connect to a place and you connect to a person. Paul said that the dispensation of this knowledge has been committed to me. Imagine Paul never wrote any book. Today, how Christianity will be like. Imagine. Imagine even with Paul's very clear writings. Imagine they were not there and we have to be decoding the Old Testament. Decoding them. <laughs> decoding them. I'm sure by this time, we would have all turned into calls. We will come to church with candles. Green, blue, yellow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Green, yellow, green, uh, brown. White candles. Amen. Thank God for somebody. Bible says God committed to him. A dispensation of the gospel. A portion of the truth of God. God gave it to him. If you needed it, God would say, go and see this guy. I have given it to him. 
Paul said, this is my gospel. Given to me from above. Hallelujah. In every generation, there are people God calls, he commits to them a mandate. He commits to them a message. Hallelujah. I can drop it. We are seeking the Lord and we never met Bishop Oedipo. What faith do you have? Are you getting something? What faith do you have? So you don't seek the Lord in empty space. Anyone who sets himself on a journey to find God, God will send you a place, into a place and he will connect you to a person. And when you can find these two, God will show up. Hallelujah. Should I tell you one of the reasons why God hides in places and in people? If God shows himself to you directly, you may reproduce him. Hallelujah. You may reproduce him. Anyone God showed himself to outside of a particular place and a particular person, they tried reproducing God. When God showed himself through uh, 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 what do you call it? A serpent. After God had left the serpent, they reproduced the serpent. They carried it all along. To date, we still have it. On any medical logo, you will see the serpent on it. Why? Because thousands of years, God showed himself in the serpent and then he healed people. After God had left the serpent, we still have it. Hallelujah. God showed himself in all manner of things. After he had left, they keep the things. God shows himself through people. Hallelujah. Let's read some scriptures. The Bible says something. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20 and 21. But ye have not so learned Christ. You have not learned him. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. You have not learned Christ. How do we grow in the knowledge of Christ? We must learn Christ. But in learning Christ, the key is that you have heard him and you have been taught by him. That is why John said, First John chapter 1, verse 3, says, That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you. Hallelujah. That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So through that which we speak forth, you are included. That's why I said, the new creation is not just an experience. There are a lot of us. We felt nothing the day we gave our life to Jesus. How many of us? We felt nothing. <laughs> As a matter of fact, some gave their life to Jesus. The next day, they were at the drinking bar. Amen. Busily turning the appetite into wine. Praise God. Baptizing all the bottles. My God. There was no extraordinary feeling. But do you know what changed? Do you know what made you change your life? When you took a step to become a part of that which you have connected to. Membership is what defines new creation. Hallelujah. To be a part of something, it is what progressively changes you. But I say, oh, I receive Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you, Lord. And then you do cross. Hallelujah. Three months, no church. You will be, you see, and the, the sin will be accumulating, the desire. The day you try to drink uh, 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 one, one thought, say, hey, 
something will be awakening me that day you will drink about four bottles so i've drunk for the last three months the last three, all the three months i didn't drink i've drunk it all together <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> membership is what defines and john is saying that which we saw which we heard we declared it unto you and when you listened when you when you heard when you obeyed you had fellowship with us hallelujah you had fellowship with us so, so i'm going to church and i am a part of these people this person is my son this is my daughter you don't hear us you don't listen to us you don't have any fellowship with us it is in that fellowship your knowledge of christ grows i get me hallelujah when you hear say when i hear say when i see when i believe when i obey then i have fellowship paul was praying he says my little children whom i travel in bed that christ be formed in you how do you grow in your knowledge of christ connect to a place connect to a person who teaches you who prays the deposit of christ in you there is a supply a deposit of christ when we pray for you there is a deposit that is made there is a spiritual bank account you have there is a anytime we mention your name like last week i was talking about there's a deposit when we mention your name 10 jews of christ uh, 10 10 molecules uh, 10 10 moles the mole is the measure of isn't it Ten what? Ten moles, eh? Right? Or let's say ten, ten centimeter cube of CH five. Masigo de brandaya. Ten centi- it just enters your body like that. The more we mention, killer bro, zembe. I pray for Adam. Masika talibashaya. In the name of Jesus, twenty meter cube. And that twenty is probably what will take care throughout the week. Imagine nobody's praying for her. Hallelujah imagine nobody's praying for her sickness is coming that coronavirus only need 10 meter cube of ch5 you are busy you are busy pouring all manner of sanitizer on your head but like peter this not not only my feet my hands my head everybody people are even bathing in that bathing in that no coronavirus street side one driver who is drunk she will hit you no corona but you are still dead are you with me? We pray deposits into people's life. Sometimes they don't understand why things are working. It is because somebody somewhere is mentioning their name. Bradia, Red Eleves, Karababa, Brandy Andy. I pray for Benjamin, Masi, Kati, Brandala, Bashaya, Ikedepen, Dekedebosha. Hundred centimeter cube of CH5. Deposit. You are sleep. You are sleeping. You are stretching. But deposits have been made. Deposits. You come to church in fellowship. We are speaking. We are declaring. Deposits have been made. And as those things happen, we don't grow just by the passage of time. We grow by the things that enter us. Hallelujah. As the deposits are made, one day you wake up, all of a sudden, your tones have changed. You never knew. You see, sometimes, how many of us have been, have been, have been you know, calibrating our growth with God? Sometimes we experience things without any announcement. One day you are praying, all of a sudden, a new tongue comes. Where did this one come from? You try again. All of a sudden, it's like automatic. Third year, boom. 
Deposits were being made until it goes to the point where transition will happen. Hallelujah. I pray for everybody here. Let there be eternal deposits of Christ in you. Bringing total transformation. Bringing a change in level. In the name of Jesus Christ. Jump to your feet and begin to pray with me. Begin to speak in the spirit. Begin to harness your body. Lift up your voice. show off we show forth hallelujah. hallelujah we don't show off when we do things it's not because we want people to see but it's because there is something in us that is seeking expression hallelujah, hallelujah. there is something in us seeking expression and you see your expression is a percentage of your fellowship are you listening to me your expression is a proof of your fellowship. Your expression is a proof of your fellowship. Anything that comes out of you can be traced to a place you have been, including diseases. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Diseases don't appear everywhere. So when certain diseases show up, the first point of research is where you will be, where you have been. But we have a fellowship with the Father. We have a fellowship one with another. And this fellowship is with the Father and with His Son. It is necessary that this fellowship produces a kind of showing. It's necessary. Somebody here. It is necessary. Say it is necessary. It is necessary. Say it is necessary. It is necessary. That my fellowship with the Father. That my fellowship with the Father. Produces proof. Produces proof. It is necessary. It is necessary. That my fellowship with the Son. That my fellowship with the Son. Produces proof. Produces proof. So this is a prayer. Anything that undermines my fellowship with God. In Jesus name. It could be the spirit of heaviness. Sometimes you can be in church, but you don't hear anything. In heaviness. And it is like you, are, you are in a hurry to close, even though you're not going anywhere. How many of you have felt that thing? Heaviness. You are in a hurry to leave the place, though you are not going anywhere. There is something contending with your fellowship. Because in that fellowship, you will find the expression. Hallelujah. What you fellowship with determines what follows you. Determines what you express. So you are praying. The first attack on our fellowship is the spirit of heaviness. The second attack on our fellowship is the spirit of impurity, sin. The third attack on our fellowship is the spirit of misunderstanding and confusion. That you don't understand, you reap nothing from the fellowship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heaviness. Sin. And what? Confusion. You are praying that God, anything that undermines my fellowship with you. I come to church, alright, but I don't remember anything that is said. So in time, when I have to produce the fruit of it, I, I don't even have a reference point for my prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't even have a reference point for my prayer. Praise the Lord. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. When the devil came to Eve, the devil asked him, has God said? Eve never heard God. Her reference was what Adam said. And it was not enough an argument. But when the same devil came to Jesus, Jesus, his reference was not what anybody has said. He said, it is written. It is written. It is written. Issues prevail in your life because you have no reference to attack. No reference. Things are happening and you cannot reference your freedom and liberty from anything. Not from what your pastor said. Not from what God has written. Not from what any book has written. Nothing. You have no reference. That means that our fellowship in that moment cannot answer. Anything that undermines your fellowship, lift up your hands with me. Jesus. Say, my Father and my God. My Father and my God. Say, my Father and my God. My Father and my God. Anything. Anything. That undermines my fellowship. That undermines my fellowship. The 
spirit of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness. The hold of sin. The hold of sin. The spirit of confusion. The spirit of confusion. I come against it now. I against it now. In the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. I have liberty. I have liberty. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to fire we would love to have you fellowship with us you can locate us at the shalom motors junction Lashibi, of the ashaiman Nungwa highway for a sunday glory celebration service at 8 a.m